0: And the creatures of the night have begun to stir. This is the time when the veil between the realms of the living and the dead is the thinnest, and all that is is not what it appears to be. Like a lone sentinel, one candle flickers in the night, revealing all that lurks in the darkness. This is Ghost Chronicles, Book of Shadows. Welcome to the nightmare.
1: Long time
0: to right. no see. Yeah, it seems like it's forever, doesn't it?
1: I know. Hi, everybody. I know. I feel like uh, I feel like we've been gone for a year. Hmm. And look what happened mm. while we were gone.
0: What? Nothing. <laughs> they <laughs> still got
1: 2013.
0: The they still got the, damn, the same beginning. They still got the same stupid beginning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that happens, huh? Hmm. <laughs> We'll fix don't,
0: that no. eventually. <laughs> no one listens. No one listens to me. Oh. Be, that station must be run by all women. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Anna's going to get you for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no one listens to poor Van Helsing. That's true. true. So how was your New Year?
0: It's only been two days, so what the heck do you think has happened?
1: Your New Year's Eve. Your New Year's Day, I don't know.
0: Big one. I don't know. Whatever. What difference? No big deal. Okay. No big deal. But, anyways, we have a we have a great show tonight. We have a good friend of ours. She is an astrologer and a teacher and uh, an all around pretty cool chick. <laughs> Dorothy Morgan is her name. And let's see if she's with us. Dorothy, you there? Dorothy, Dorothy. I don't think so. Oh. She's not here. We'll
1: have to make small talk until she appears.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, we've got a great year coming up, and it's kicking off, uh, well, first of all, the third Tuesday of this month, which is uh, January 18th. I have my first uh, 2013 Paranormal Study Group. Awesome. Maureen Wood will be joining us uh, in talking about transmediumship. So that will be kind of cool. She's always interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, the Naples is, is the big event, the Legend Tripping with Jeff Belanger and Tim Weisberg and Andrew Lake and who else? Myself. So that will be a lot of fun. That's at the Hooten Mansion. And if you go to the – And Josh Mantello. Tell? Yep. yep. So if you go to the Legend Tripping website, you can get your tickets if you would like. It's two days, so it's a lot of fun. I'm gonna kick it up. Awesome. Anyways, okay. I see see Dorothy is with us now, so let's bring her on.
2: Here I am. I, don't
0: I know. Think... What happened? <laughs> Did you get kidnapped by right. Vikings?
2: No, not this <laughs> not this week. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> and
0: joining us now, now is astrologer Dorothy Morgan. And Dorothy, what's your website, just in case people want to check you out?
2: They, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. N-H astrologer. N-H as in New Hampshire, com. Cool. Awesome. I will put that on our Facebook page. As,
3: as
1: always. want to like us. Ghost chronicles dash next generation. Mm-hmm.
0: Excellent. And Thank you. You're welcome. So, so how long have you been doing this astrology thing there, uh, Dorothy?
2: Oh, I started about 25 years ago, maybe 24, 25. maybe 25, wow, when you something were, like that. When you were, what, two years old? <laughs> oh, yes, so <go> on. <laughs> With my left 100. arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, time flies. <laughs> it
0: does, really?
2: Yeah, it does, yeah, it does, it does. <laughs>
0: And astrology is, is a fascinating thing because uh, you know unlike mm, oh, correct me if I'm wrong too by the way uh, unlike like tarot cards and stuff like that where you you, you read them more than anything and in in astrology you really plot it I mean you look at the the variables and and they mm-hmm. give you the answers is, is that correct?
2: That real that is correct. I mean, that is how you learn. That's how you start. Um, eventually, I don't know if this is true for all astrologers. Actually, I can only speak for myself. But eventually, your intuition picks and in, picks up too. I mean, I'm highly intuitive, and blah blah blah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot of that stuff comes in, but. I get all of my clues, and I get all of my information. The hard, the hard information. I can time things pretty. If you know what, exactly what time you're born, I can time a lot of different things just by looking at the transits, especially of the moon. So, you know, so there's a lot that you can actually do within, yeah, you know, with astrology. It's all numbers and, um, you know. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's good energy because you can just really learn it and study it and and get a good base. And then you can see cycles that are going on, you know, the the type of things. That's why I knew, you know, the end of this year wasn't going to be a big thing as far, you know, in a real mundane level. I kind of knew it wouldn't be a whole lot. There's some shifts, but, you know, who knows?
0: I I know so so many astrologers that they they do they're they're mediums as well, uh, which is interesting. I mean, uh, for instance, uh, David Wells, who was, of course, on uh, most notably for. Most haunted in the UK for many, many, many years, and then uh, he came over here years ago. And he was very big in astrology. In fact, he does more astrology now, and is not doing even ghost stuff now anymore. So, but, and I, yeah. and there are several other women too that are doing that. If you're in astrology, you seem to be a medium as well. Or, or
2: sorry. Well. Well, yeah, it really does come down to it. it. does. It does. You have to have an affinity for some. It just seems, I mean, some of the hard-nosed astrologers are, are not going to agree with me. But mm-hmm. just the people that I know that are, are, you know, all the students that I have in my group, you know. I mean, I've been teaching astrology for just beginner and intermediate stuff at Circles of Wisdom for years now. And I finally have picked up, you know, it's like this soul group, and we all look at each other and know we're a soul group. Now, soul group, I mean, you can see all of these things in astrology astrology. I can see why one person in the class interacts really well with the other person and why that person, even though we're all part of the group and we really enjoy each other's company and it keeps growing. It's like up to twelve people now. It's very, very oh, cool. nice.
0: No and it's this, this, month this is, and month. Yeah, you meet you meet uh what, once a month, twice a month
2: twice a month, the second and fourth Wednesdays of the month, we have a study group, an astrology study group, and we have to have some beginner knowledge, and, you know, I taught a couple of beginner classes there, and 10 of these people um, just ended up just continuing, and we finally just said, let's just do a study group instead of, so, because what I like to do is just, like, let's just talk about what's happening, and let's just see what's happening, but first, we learn the basics, because you have to know the basics to have a conversation, and a lot of it goes over your head, but that's how you stretch, and you Learn. It's mm-hmm. no different than, well, being a medium or learning how to use the tools like you have, Ron. You know, all those electronic equipment, I don't know a thing about it. And he goes, I don't even know what they're called. So, <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, so it's just it's about learning like that. But then you have to trust what what your instincts are telling you too. And that's uh, everybody who's learning in my group, in the astrology um, study group. Every single one of of uh, every single person in that group is intuitive, psychic, and medium. It's one of these things, one of, one or, or many of them. Every single person, not one person, is a straight-nosed astrologer. <laughs> They're not. So you got a point there, Ron. People really do want. They really are intuitive when it comes to this stuff. But you gotta, you know, you gotta learn the basics. Once you get that under your belt. So, did something like were you called? To this field, Dorothy, or Called? It's just yeah. well, you know, from your mother
0: or the neighbor something. or what? No, that's yeah. a good
2: way to put it. <laughs> um, you know, well, somebody I mean... asked me that question the other day. You know, and okay. you know, I mean, I was never really drawn to astrology. I was really not drawn to anything. I was in my twenties when I, when I first um, found that, really understood it. Before that, I was just busy raising kids, so I didn't, I, I just couldn't get into any of this stuff. But you know what, I move back home from being in the military and Started work for my parents And the first day I was in there My very first astrology teacher Was a flower designer for my folks And she started talking about astrology What sign are you? Oh, I want to bring a chart tomorrow I mean, she had only started learning a few months before me And as soon as I started hearing it I'm like, wow, Mm -hmm. this is amazing And I love puzzles And I love being able to figure stuff out So the Mm -hmm. plotting that you mentioned, Ron Very important, very true
3: you know, mm-hmm. you have
2: to be able to put a lot of things together. You don't have to know the math anymore because of the heat software. The good <laughs> idea is to learn it. But that's not an excuse is what I tell people. I don't know numbers. Not an
0: excuse. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's cool. I, I think that's it's so interesting. I know that uh, mm-hmm. I'm so enthralled by, you know, like the Da Vinci Code and, and some of these Bible codes and all oh, yeah, other that other stuff, whether I believe it or not. Yeah. Um, it's intriguing, don't you think so, man?
1: Absolutely. And I'm I'm definitely, I am a puzzle person as well. I love Mm. any kind of puzzle, word puzzles and crossword puzzles and puzzle puzzles, and I I am like that too. Love to figure that stuff out. I I agree with it. And and all the symbolism, um, you know, the Da Vinci Code, you know, I'm a a symbols girl for sure, and that Mm -hmm. is definitely something that pulls you in, I think.
2: Yeah, I do the same thing. I really I mean I like it. I, I like it a lot. It's just it's important to me. It it just it's fun to me as well. It's 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 a lot of fun to to be able to uh check that stuff out and just try to figure stuff out. It just makes it makes a lot of sense to me. Right. So yeah. I yeah. enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to talk a little bit about what's coming up uh, astro- astrology-wise uh, on the Astrologically, new year. Astrologically?
1: Is that what you're trying to say?
0: Or that
2: too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Dorothy. Anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation right here on net parax Ghost Channel, and beyond. If you have any questions for us, you can certainly come into either the net chat room or the parax chat room, or they can go on to our page, which is what, in.
1: On Facebook, we are Ghost Chronicles Dash Next Generation. Right, and uh, type your question there. I'm on there.
0: You yeah. can pretend waiting. to like us, and, <laughs> and, and, and uh, oh, you can also call in at eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine. I forgot that eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine. In fact, if you have. Um, if if you have a question, specific question you would like to ask Dorothy, uh, maybe do you have your uh, gear with you?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm all set up. You have your right. so, uh,
0: Yeah. So think, ready. <laughs> so think about that. And uh, after the uh, break, uh, we will take, if you're interested, uh, you could call in and ask Dorothy a question. She'll do her mumble jumble and uh, figure it out. <laughs> her mumble jumble. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Nice.
1: What? So, Dorothy, what was with the, um, I mean, something that I was really neat to share was we had a full moon um, on Christmas, right? Uh, yeah,
2: it was just before that. Just before, before just before Christmas. It was. Uh, I mean, just after. It was the 28th, I believe. Oh, okay. It was the 28th. Yes, actually, it was a very powerful full moon. Hmm. You know, whatever. Cut me off when I have when I when you need to run. Um, <laughs> oh, I will, Don't worry. About, yeah, that's true. I shouldn't have even said that. The thing <laughs> about the full moon that we just had. I mean, it was in the sign of Cancer. So Cancer moons are very, very sensitive. You know, we have a full moon in each zodiac sign once a year. So this is Cancer's time of year. It's opposite the sun. So it's very, very emotional, a lot of emotions flowing everywhere. But, the, you know, the hardest part of this is that the sun and Pluto are coming together. And the Pluto is so far, we can't really see it from here. But, you know, that's that galactic center that everybody's talking about from the 21st of December. We're lined up within a few degrees at that point. So basically what it all comes down to is everything was lined up. Um, During this last full moon on the 28th, Um, so we're looking at home and family and heightened emotions, heightened feelings, and the sun and Pluto are together. When the sun is is in one place, it's about our ego and our essence. Pluto is about deep transformation and a lot of um, it's, it's power-hungry in a lot of ways, and it's overdramatic and melodrama, but a lot of passion too. So if you had any emotion that needed to come to the surface, it it is bubbling to the top since the 28th, and uh-huh. it's continuing to do so because the sun is just now passing, just now separating. It's called it's two degrees away from where where the Pluto is, so it's now separating. So we should be getting a little. Relief from the intensity Of that last full moon because it was Very intense mm. and so again If you had any emotion that is That is um, you know unrequited If it's emotion that you just Haven't been able to get out um, And it's coming up and out it should Have come up and out during that full moon So mm. it's kind of part of the shift the energy Shifts that are going on as well mm. And yeah so How did that feel for you did it feel like There was a lot going on or what do you put What's your basis for the question?
1: Uh, I just, I don't think, I remember seeing the full moon and, and it was just huge. And um, mm-hmm. I just don't think I had ever seen it at Christmas time that I could remember mm-hmm. like that.
2: Yeah, it varies. It varies, and if you get to see it when it's a full moon and it's coming up right off of the horizon, just because of the angle and right, the, it's the science. You know, it's mm-hmm. the science of it. It's not that it's any closer than it is when it's right. higher in the sky. It's just the angle and, and our atmosphere that makes it look like it's drawn in.
0: Mm-hmm. And no, it, I remember the, the, I remember mm-hmm. when we did uh, Rose Island. We actually went during the supermoon which was yeah. absolutely huge. Mm-hmm. Oh man. God, wasn't it? I was on the
2: I was on the beach that night. Yeah, it was like, oh my God, that was absolutely just it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal because that supermoon, when the moon matches up to when it's peregrine, when it's peregrine is when it's really, really close to the planet. Now, it does not always match up with the full moon, but when it does, it's called the supermoon, and it's actually, it is a little bit closer to us. You know, by millions, I don't know. I don't know the math of, of that part, but by, it's, it's closer to us by a lot, but it's still not that close. I mean, it's just it gets closer, and then, again, that angle makes it look like it is just absolutely humongous. And by the time it gets up past, you know, about 45 degrees off the horizon, it's back to its normal size. But mm-hmm. still, it's, it does. You can't imagine the draw that it, that has on the environment and on the planet. Mm. It's got to yeah. be something. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, you know, to answer mm-hmm. your question. I, I think it was just because, I guess, the time of year that I – Yeah. That I just really noticed it a lot, uh more Good. than perhaps I would have,
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. I was
1: overly emotional this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, you saw the moon and you, it made a big impression on you, so that's, our, that's already a start. The thing is, it doesn't mean just because it's a full moon and I'm saying these things, it doesn't mean everybody's going to feel this way. Right. I was fine for a while, and all of a sudden something hit me a couple of days ago, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, and I'm still working through some stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, I can see it coming. I know where this is happening in my chart. I see it coming, but you know what? I still get blindsided by, no, that's not going to happen to
0: me. <laughs> all
2: right. <laughs>
0: so you, you and, do your own shot then as well?
2: I finally am getting into it because I am sick of getting blindsided.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, you know, every once in a while there's certain things that I miss, and so I trust my intuitive friends, and I say, oh, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> and I so go from there.
0: what do we have to look forward to this uh year 2013
2: you know people can get out a pen and pencil really quickly you know there's a couple of things that really are related to some stuff that happened in 2012 and so one of them is going to be the planet Jupiter doing some fun stuff because Jupiter no matter where that is in the solar system it's always about expanding our awareness expanding uh, whether it's money friendship um, children our physical bodies anything every category okay Wherever Jupiter happens to be for us is where it will influence us the most. And so, what, uh, the reason I'm saying this is because back on let's see, November 28th we had an eclipse, and the eclipse was at six degrees of Gemini. And so, what happens with this is, is that that eclipse makes made us and asked us to really focus on who we're communicating with and how we're communicating with our in our local environment, our siblings, our neighborhoods, our cars, and all of these different things, right? asking us to focus on those but so now we have Jupiter moving through that part of the solar system it's already been there it was there during the eclipse but now it's backed up all the way to it and on January 30th it's going to go stationary and go direct at that six degrees of Gemini, and what that means is that eclipse point gets triggered again. So focus and look back. If you have a diary, a calendar, whatever you do to keep track of the things that are going on in your life, journal, go back right around Thanksgiving and think about what was going on in your life and what was the main focus, what came up then, because this Jupiter moving through that part of the chart now and all the way through until January 30th and a couple weeks into July, I mean, into July. Oh, it was only that quick. Into February. <laughs> I like July better than February. Um, it moves from a summer baby. Myself, it will. It it's going to bring to our attention important stuff, important things that we need to focus on. And if we can focus and pay attention, what it is is it's it's about being lucky, and we call it being lucky because we really don't name anything else, but what it is 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 that we're being aware and we're paying attention to the opportunities that are being presented to us. Hmm. So... Okay. Focus on what you had to release and let go of, or what came to you around Thanksgiving, so around the 28th of November, and again we're going to be dealing with that at the end of January. And so that's the main thing. And then the same thing will happen again sometime in October, November, because of some other transits. So the point being is, is this something that happened in November? We've got a couple of hits here and there that are going to trigger that point, that Gemini point. So. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's one of the things. But that's the real, that's really good positive stuff. So you know, unless unless you you know you were gaining weight and you really don't want to be gaining weight and you know, in January you're gonna be really clear that, oh, I gained some weight how oh, about <laughs> I lose it now.
1: I think I've already uh, reached that point.
2: <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too, Anne. <laughs> I'm working on to- it. So I'm looking at those Weight Watchers commercials, and I'm like, Hmm, I
0: don't know. Looks like a good idea. <laughs> so, I mean, Mercury in retrograde always gets blamed for everything. Do we have that God. same problem this year, and many times, and always? And is, it, is it going to be worse this year uh, because of uh, certain other factors, or yeah. uh, is it just going to be the same?
2: That's a good question, Ron. You were right on the ball. Have you been looking things up?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I doubt it, right? You know, we have yeah. we do have Mercury going retrograde, but not until oh I wish i brought my ephemeris up here with me. I'm upstairs in my office. Let me look for my ephemeris. Where'd it go? Oh, what? Yay. Tell my book. What? It's an ephemeris. It's called an ephemeris and it ephemeris? is ephemeris? I will show it to you the next time I see you, Ron. It's full of numbers. Tells me oh, where the planets are in the solar system. It's oh, all numbers. that is so numbers. cool. Wow. Ma-
0: yeah, makes that's... you look wicked smart, too.
2: It does. It <laughs> does. It really looks like it. You can impress people. Anyways, <laughs> um, February 22nd, it goes retrograde. Mm-hmm. Oh. It'll be in its shadow phase for, for two, for three weeks before that. So basically from about February 7th, it'll be in its shadow phase, which means starting to slow down. So this time around, the first retrograde, we have three, sometimes four a year, alright, the retrogrades of Mercury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's really close to us this, this year the first one's in february into march then in the sign of pisces you know all about that ron so that I mercury do. in pisces is already a, a bit vague and it's going to be even vaguer <laughs> and that's not even a word
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a Ronism. It's gonna, that's fine
2: <laughs> that's right there you go exactly um it it's going to be it's going to uh, Mercury in um, the Pisces. It's not clear. It's all dreamy. It's hard to really get grounded when you have Mercury in Pisces. Sometimes it makes you very intuitive, very imaginative, but it's not concrete stuff. It's you know, it, it's poetry and music and just things in that line in in that type of an area. It's not about sitting down and like bullet pointing, you know, what you want to do or how you want to do things. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. Okay, and so when Mercury goes retrograde, the thing is that we, what we need to do during that time period in our lives is just to slow down. It's not that it has to cause problems. A lot of people accuse it of causing problems, and right. it will it's, cause it's,
0: problems. You know, it's, it's like a husband who gets blamed for everything.
2: That's it right. does. It's because we move too fast. Because we move As too fast. <laughs> and when Mercury goes retrograde, it's, it's absolutely requiring us to slow down, and we're not used to slowing down. Mm -hmm. And that's why it causes problems, because we've been moving too fast through the rest of the year, and then when it finally goes retrograde, it's just asking us to reflect and look within and to slow down and make sure you did things right, made sure you learned the lesson that it wanted you to learn. And so we have problems with it, because we don't want to, who wants to learn a lesson? (laughs) (laughs) Not me. (laughs) No, I know. So it's dreamy. It's this, this Mercury retrograde in the end of February, in February and into March. It's going to be dreamy. So, you know, you can, you can plan ahead if you want and just plan on, you know, having a long vacation or just getting into your head to write poetry and express yourself or write yeah. music if you're musical, things like that. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll you, you write poetry, don't you, Ron? Actually, I wrote poetry back when I was in high school. Oh. I, I came across them the other day, which is really funny. So. Oh. And, and when I, when my wife and I, uh, I went to college, and I, I went and lived there, and she was home and I used to write these uh, the pathetic letters. <laughs> 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 love Letters Beyond, Love Letters. Oh, my Ooh. God. They wow. were bad. <laughs> were they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm mean, BMI, but anyway, it's not.
0: So <laughs> sweet. Mm. Oh, I have, oh. I
2: have, I have, I have an ex boyfriend that's a Pisces, and he he would write very sweet, romantic stuff. It was beautiful. Oh, wow.
0: That's what I would. I mean, she's still got them, and I, I try to burn them, but um, no, nope, she came come up with me. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, I thought <laughs> you meant you were writing her dirty letters.
0: No, no, Oh, at all. you're right. Uh, nice. Anyways, uh, we're coming up into the break. So <laughs> if anybody has a, a specific question for Dorothy after the break, they can uh, either go in the Toge chat room or the Parox chat room, or they can call it 877 864 4869, and Dorothy will uh, unveil all that is to be seen. So there you go. You listen to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kulak. Our special guest is Dorothy Morgan, who will be right back after the following messages right here on Toge Net, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Welcome to Toge Net, radio with a cutting edge
1: ...and oasis
0: in this hectic world.
1: With Ron and Ann and our special guest,
0: Dorothy Morgan.
1: Hello. Hello. Hello.
0: So, I I mean, if anybody wants to call in, once again, the number is 877-864-4869, or you can ask a question in the TojiNet chat room or the Parix chat room on our page, which is Ghost Chronicles Next Generation on Facebook. So there you go. I have a question. You do? I do? You?
1: (laughs) I was just looking at Dorothy's website. And two? Which is? Which
0: is? Which is?
1: Which is uh, Mm nhastrologer.com, also on our Facebook page. I have a question because I was just scrolling through your media section where Mm you, um, now you put, do you put these on Facebook? I mean, um, excuse me, YouTube. Yes, both all, all your videos. Okay,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's great. I do.
1: That's cool yeah. if people want to look for that because I know I I actually get a lot of Dorothy's um, links for her her what do you call them readings or
2: I don't know yeah. how often you
1: do them like once. Every couple oh,
2: the, weeks. Oh, oh, on um, on YouTube, it's a yeah, it's a forecast. It's a new moon a for- and a full moon forecast. Yeah, it, it, you know, you can listen to me, watch me talk, which you know, or you can go read it. <laughs> yeah,
0: these <laughs> you these can are go cool read it Right I
2: mean, on the website.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to let people know about them. If you want to go and look for Dorothy's um, forecasts, they're really cool. I enjoy listening to them. And I was just noticing on your on your web that the new moon solar eclipse. Uh, in Scorpio was November 13th this yes. year, and that's the yeah. day after my birthday.
2: Oh, so, that makes that, a big difference.
1: I was yeah. going to say, does that mean anything
2: specific for me? Yeah, it means a lot. It, uh-huh. it it means it's a means a huge amount because that means the sun and the moon as an eclipse were conjuncting that. And do I have your chart?
1: Uh, probably not.
2: <laughs> okay. Probably how not. Do I spell you, how do I spell your last name? Let me look real quick. Uh,
1: K-E-R-R. I G A N.
0: Okay. I have it.
2: You do? I don't. I have Nancy
1: Uh, Kerrigan.
0: That's
2: not you. (laughs) That's not me. That's my husband's no. ex-wife, no. <laughs> no, nope. maybe sometime. Okay, so that's something important for people to know, too. So if you have a birthday, within a couple of days, either side of an eclipse, that means this coming year is going to be um, life-changing, and there will be something that makes a major shift within your life. Now, oh. you can, you'll look back a year from now and just say, well, I don't know, but the thing is, I mean, it doesn't always have to be, you know, it could be anything, honestly. You know, mm-hmm. I had one on my birthday a number of years ago, and that's when I actually really started my spiritual path. It had hmm. to be the aha moment the day of my birthday. The I, th- I think that's day. when you met me,
0: right?
2: Was, most likely. <laughs> that was definitely it. <laughs> <Yeah>. The thing <laughs> is, anybody... It is life-changing. Now, if you have one at the new moon or the full moon, the eclipses are either a new moon or a full moon. That's always important. That means that month is going to be exceptionally important. Your year will be important. But if you have, if there's an eclipse near, within three days, either side of your birthday, then that is super important. And yeah, with this one in Scorpio, it, it means wherever your birth, wherever the sun is in your chart, wherever this eclipse happened, that's going to be a major focus in your life, an absolute major focus, and that will be your ma your your main shift in life, and so when we have eclipses as well, we can, you know, like with the full moon and the new moon forecast that I do, you know, I'll talk about what's the energy of the day, what's the energy that's going to, you know, take us to the next two weeks, to the next, you know, big moon cycle, what's going to, what do we want to face, look at, let go of, or work on, Mm -hmm. so here's the four eclipses we had last year, we had May 20th, June 4th, November 13th and then November 28th so if your birthday is three days either side of that then expect major shifts and you should know what's going on in your life where that shift is happening you should know know,
0: you know what's interesting Dorothy and I'm just thinking back on this now that's when uh, Ann stood me up to go cemetery tripping. Oh, God. Yes, I remember that now. Mm. <laughs> That's a major shift. That's true.
1: I got in a car accident and I didn't have my car.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Phew oh, my. <laughs> Uh-oh. Wow. Yeah, Uh-oh. Well, that was
1: big. <laughs> apparently so. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah. All right, so, so now that you know that she's been in a car accident, what is that? Telling you.
2: Well, I don't know what time she was. I don't have her chart. And you uh, want to? You're gonna have to give it to me if you want me to look. I can see what air. What? Uh,
0: you you can message actually message her uh, on uh, Facebook if you want.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. That'd be the best thing to do. She so,
0: she, yeah, needs, she needs unless you want to put your birthday and time of birth out for everyone to know.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I I actually do know what time I was born. I have to. I have it in the drawer, but I'd have to look for it. But
2: I'll, oh. I'll send it to you. <laughs> Okay, you can send it to me. That's quite all right. That would be right. awesome. Thank you. Yeah, go ahead. I'm on, so, I'm on Facebook right now. But anyway. Okay. So that's so, one of the things that we look at, though. Those, those are the things that are always big. And we will have five eclipses this coming year. All right? So um, so for 2013, we have five. and that which, happens, uh, would, which are big. Uh, April 25th, May 10th, May 25th, October 18th, and November 3rd. And, again, these are always good reasons why to get your own personal session, too, because I can tell you the energy of what's going on. And they can
0: actually do that with you, right?
2: Yeah, they can. You know what? I haven't been at Circles of Wisdom for, like, weeks and weeks and weeks because my work schedule shifted. But I will actually be there Saturday, January 5th which okay. is really nice. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward oh, cool. to it. So I'm there for sessions. You can call in and get a session on the phone, too. But okay. needless to say, you know, these eclipses are, um, you know, they sync up. And so basically, you know, an eclipse that we, would have, that we had in November, you know, the beginning of that, actually, yeah, the November 28th eclipse, the beginning of that eclipse actually started back in May, before that, so there's like a six-month cycle that goes on with eclipses as well, mm-hmm. even though if you have one near your birthday, it'll be a big year. Um, so everything comes in cycles when it comes to the astrology. You know, you can just see patterns and cycles that go on. So it uh, it works out good. And so the next big pattern that we have going on with the big shift for 2013 will be when Saturn, the planet Saturn, he's the Lord of Karma. He's, the, he's like your... your professor in college, you do the work, you're going to get a good grade. If you don't do the work, it's going to make your life miserable, and you're going to have to figure out how to learn what you didn't learn in another way. And it's usually more difficult. But So we always have to pay attention to Saturn. You know, we need to. And Saturn Mm -hmm. is um, Capricorn energy. So if anybody knows somebody who's a Capricorn, you know that they tend to be really practical and logical and orderly. I mean, Hmm. they can have their fun, they can have their fun side if there's other things in there, but they're heavy duty Capricorn, they're going to be serious people. Yeah. My husband is. (laughs) <laughs> His birthday is Saturday. <laughs> oh, and I tell you, they have a hard time having fun, don't they? Uh, at times, yeah. At mm-hmm. times. I mean, you really got to get motivated. I mean, and they're really hard on themselves because they just think, well, have I done enough or have I worked hard enough? And so they can tend to be really hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. And so this planet Saturn, it's in the sign of Scorpio at this point in time, and it takes two Pardon me, two and a half years to move through a zodiac sign, but with it going stationary retrograde, it'll be retrograde in February and all the way till July. So it's going to be retrograde in Scorpio for a long time. Oh, and wow. So this is about us learning while Saturn's in Scorpio. It actually doesn't mind being in that sign because it's all about organizing our joint efforts and our commitment to our uh, joint efforts in anything that's a joint enterprise within our lives so it, it's our resources this is why I think we're having so much trouble with our not well with the taxes and all these these govern this is the reason part of it the governmental sh- stuff that's going on almost said a bad word <laughs> 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 that did well look, did, did you, you did. well that was a good cover <laughs> um <laughs> So, this, sorry, <laughs> me and my my flip yep, of the lip. And so, you know, we're working on that. And and so, while Saturn is going to be retrograde for uh, we'll be got March, April, May, June, July. So for five months, it'll be retrograde. Um, you know, our Congress and the House and the Senate, they'll be figuring out how to do what they just did how to really work it, because there's a number of things that slipped through and didn't get in, and, oh, I don't listen to much of it, but I know it's not it's not perfect. It's not mm-hmm. perfect, and, and we'll need to be shifting a lot. And so what do we need to do in our own lives like that is one of the things that we need yeah. to look at. We
0: actually have a question from someone in the chat room, Ann.
2: Yeah. Uh, Nate would like to know, uh, is a
1: job change going to happen, or uh, is it needed? And
0: his, his birthday is it's going to uh, happen. A, April twenty second and he was born ten oh nine in the morning.
2: April twenty second, nineteen eighty three. Eighty three. What's his name again? Nate? Nathan. Yep, Nathan. Uh-huh. All right. Nathan. Okay. Give me a sec, I got all got I need to put this up.
0: What, why are, this you are you doing up? that? While you're mm-hmm. doing that, it's in the chat room. You can do, you just, oh, if you were in the chat room, you could see it. But uh, anyways, well, while, that, while that's going on, while you figure that, we're going to take a short little break and listen to another Beyond Bizarre from my favorite girl, uh, Vala Ventura. So, Anna, oh, can you play that? Peter Painless.
3: Edgar Painless Parker was a trained dentist who brought his practice on the road when business slowed in his native Canada. With the help of one of P.T. Barnum's ex-managers, Parker attracted crowds with his horse-drawn carriage office, promotional showgirls, and even gugglers. The crux of the business was Parker's guarantee that he would painlessly extract a customer's tooth with the help of a slug of whiskey or an aqueous cocaine he called hydrocaine or give them $5. He worked with a bucket of pooled teeth at his side to illustrate how much experience he had. In 1915, Parker was ordered to stop using painless in his name, as it was potentially false advertising. Ever a smart businessman, Parker legally changed his last name to painless. A terrifying tale from Barla Ventura's Beyond Bazaar.
1: Ron doesn't hear a thing she says. He just <laughs> listens to her voice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh she goes,
2: Ann Anne, what city where were you born in? What city? Uh Stoughton, Mass.
0: So what about Nate? Never mind Ann.
2: <laughs> and what city was he born in? I didn't I didn't get that. Oh uh, Nate, tell us what them. city you were born in.
1: He'll put it uh, in there in a minute.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll type it okay. in, yeah. Okay. It was near Massachusetts. Let me see. So he he's looking for work shifts, a shift in work. Oh yeah, he's Sh- going to have a shift in work.
1: Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Fall River. He was in Fall River.
2: Oh, Fall River. Okay. All right. And it, the question was, he wants to know about something shifting at work. Is that what he is said? Is
0: a is a job change going to happen or needed?
2: Um. Yeah, it's going to happen. We got the planet Uranus is actually. Um, it's right at the very top of his chart, so he's gonna he's gonna be thinking about higher education what he wants, wants to do to get more interested in the work that he's doing he could, looks like he'd be pretty bored with it gotta be a job that keeps him moving so um the planet Uranus kind of crosses that that point um the career sector, so he crosses that point coming up. Let me see when is that here we are. The pro- sometime in March, February, March, it crosses. And when it does, when it does that, then you're really going gonna to feel the need for a shift. And even if you don't make, consciously make a shift, it will, it will happen whether you consciously do it or not. So it's probably a good idea to start figuring out, and it will stay in that part of the chart. So there you go. So it, that just means it's like there is a lot going on within the work and the career sector for, uh, for Nathan because it's just everything's up in the air right now. So hang on to your hat. And be ready for some fun things, though. I mean, but you can really – it doesn't mean it has to be the end of the world. What it means is, is that there's just – there will be changes. And whatever changes happen, just, you know, be light on your feet because they're going to keep happening for about a year. But you're – you are a Taurus, and I know Taurus don't like change, but you're going to have to get used to it for about a year. Mm-hmm. So – but it will put you – they'll put them in a better place. Great. So. Well, we Hopefully. all we all
1: would like to hope with a job change We get that, yeah.
2: I know, and it does when, uh, it, when it does put you in a better place. But when you're a Taurus, he's just barely into the sign of Taurus. He's got four things in the sign of Taurus, so that just means he's like not a fan of change, not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee you that right now. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, okay. you know, maybe that could be wrong. Well, not really. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm wrong on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick to it. I know you—you can't have Uranus at that point in your chart and not have something change pretty pretty majorly. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> we have a question from Ghost Girl.
0: Uh, she said, hey, "Well, I—Ghost Girl, meet, she's always been an there.
1: Yeah. Well, I meet Ron this year, and she is March fifteenth, nineteen eighty-one. she's a too. At eleven fifteen a.m. Okay.
2: Should I ask her where?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, sorry. You going not have to give me the info again. I didn't catch it all. Could you oh. say it again for me? March fifteenth, nineteen eighty one. Uh huh.
1: Eleven fifteen a.m. Okay. In Madison, Georgia.
2: Okay.
1: Oh, we got all, all the people. youngsters in the chat room.
2: Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> well, she's in her thirties, but still, that's young. <laughs> Um, oh, you can meet him in your dreams. I'm going to say
3: that. <laughs> That's oh, a nightmare. not a dream. Oh <laughs> I'm just
2: being funny. She's got a lot of Pisces planets, just like Ron does. I'm just being, I'm sorry, I'm being funny. Ghost girl, but that's really really appropriate. I mean, you could definitely, you know, it's not always it's not always necessary to meet somebody. You really can know somebody when you have this much Pisces. He's a Pisces. You can, you know, know each other through these types of channels, you know, the spiritual channel and through radio because you're not it's not visual. And um, but you know, I'm not sure. It's hard for me to tell with this kind of a chart if you're going to meet Ron or not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, intuitively, I can say, you know what? You can make anything happen if you. You want to meet wherever you got, you know, Ron is all, you, you do move around the country here and there, don't you, Ron, to do events?
0: Well, I don't move as much as I used to, you know, getting to be my age.
2: Yeah, I know. Uh huh. <laughs> Unless I drive him. <laughs> there you go. That's right. That's right. But, um. Ghost Girls got a lot of water planets, a lot of water planets, and so that just means that she, she kind of goes with the flow. So if she really wants to meet Ron, she just needs to um kind of Put it down and actually do it. Just really motivate yourself. Should should talk to Nate. He's, he's really good at organizing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nate, you
2: know, let's figure it out with
0: those right. girls. <laughs> that's right. Those girls, don't worry about it. It's all not what it's cracked up to be, so don't worry about it.
2: <laughs> what, meeting you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right.
0: uh, One thing I did want to ask you is, uh, does... The um, astro- does astrology affect people uh, spiritually as well as scientifically? In other words, yeah. uh, it does.
2: Mhm. It does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can look at. It- well, we finish a sentence, and I'll and I'll comment.
0: No, no, no. Let it go. Let it go. You you you've already read <laughs> my mind. You've already read my <laughs> mind. So let it go. You probably.
2: Uh, you know, but the thing is that if there, if there can be, in a lot of people, and this is, this is true for a lot of people, Anne's got a really busy, busy chart. Not everybody has such a busy chart. <laughs> you know, I mean, there, it, it's, there's a lot. It would be, it would be tough for a beginner to read this chart. There's a, so much going on. And oh so what it really, really, there's a lot. You have a lot of water, but you also have a lot of earth. And so that's kind of like what Ron was just asking about. A lot of water makes you intuitive. It can bring in that mediumship. Qualities and capabilities, but then you know Capricorn rising, and you know your your saturn 's in a fixed sign, and blah 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 all these different things and it just causes you to you know you really question and you want proof, but then you believe on some on some levels, so for a long time, what usually happens is it takes us decades before we finally realize because the easiest thing to do is um It's called the South Node, and for you, it's in Capricorn, so the easiest thing to do for you would be just be like, no, that's the rules, this is the rules, this is the regulations, this is how it's done, and, you know, no, I don't believe in this kind of stuff, but eventually, I mean, you know you do on a certain level, but eventually it creeps in.
3: Mm-hmm. They creep
2: in. So there's a scientific level, this, the need for physical proof, but there's also a lot of energy in your chart that says, wow, I'm intuitive, I'm psychic, I'm a medium. I know there's more out there than I can see, but I absolutely believe it and have faith in it. And so there's a lot of things that just pull us in many different directions because we're here to learn the, the difference and, you know, become aware of what is, you know, you can't you can't know what light is unless there's dark. I mean, I know mm-hmm. it's a real common thing, but mm-hmm. you know we get pulled in many directions, and that's what makes us grow. So, for you, Anne, just in, in a big and just quick in a nutshell, looking at your chart, you're here to learn a whole lot of stuff, a whole <laughs> lot of stuff this lifetime. Some people just have, you know, God, a couple needs of a different lot of lessons learning. I'll tell oh. you that much. <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> it's a big. It's a, it's a heavy duty chart. You've definitely got a heavy duty chart. It's. I mean, you can be a happy and and carefree person, but I'm telling you, sometimes it's like, oh, Lord God Almighty, give me a break. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know? and I have heard, Correct. Actually, I've heard her say that,
2: <laughs> 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 uh, that yeah, You know, funny. you're still laughing And that's really important you're yeah. Still laughing, that's yeah. that's the thing I mean, we can only get so serious And we can get serious and then we're going to You know, eventually we're going to realize It's like, oh, really, wasn't that important after all Was it? Yeah, right.
0: right. You, you know, Dorothy, I actually have a question <laughs> Okay Do yeah, you want to do it or not?
2: I'm ready. Go for
0: it. So you, you have my chart, I assume, right?
1: I think she's holding on to the desk going, all right, I'm ready.
2: I'm ready. I was leaning back and hanging on to the desk. Yes, I was, Anne. Okay. <laughs> oh, this, no, this,
0: this is a legitimate question, and, and I just nice. want to add it, is that I have an opportunity to go on foreign television. Uh-huh. Should I take it?
1: Wow.
2: All right. I told uh, you not Jupiter. to appear in
1: those Swedish films. <laughs>
2: keep your clothes on. Please. You know what, Ron? When... <laughs> in... Yes, Ron. You yes should no,
0: right? If anybody The answer should.
2: is keep your clothes on, but the answer is yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> it really is. Because the Jupiter that I mentioned earlier in mm-hmm. the um in the in today, um, it is In the part of your chart that's about your everyday work, and Jupiter is foreign travel, foreign anything that involves foreign energy, you know, foreign countries, so to speak, you know, long-distance travel. And so once this planet goes direct, which is, again, uh, January 30th, once it starts moving forward... Um, it's going to move right into your partnership part of your chart. So there your wife is involved with this decision too, obviously. But mm-hmm. um, it, it, there will be for a partnership with the, with foreign country, foreign people from other countries. There will be partnerships. Yeah. And I know you we, do some work with other people anyway. Right. And, and do you actually, still do the I've international told... show? Uh,
0: uh, pardon me?
2: Do you still do the international show?
0: I do. I do, yes. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, actually, in, in mm-hmm. October, the first week of October, spirit Quest is going to happen, and uh, Steve Parsons from the international show, and, and Most Haunted will be coming over along with uh, some, uh, uh, some of the other people, and uh, we haven't announced it yet. But, uh, yeah, that's the first week in October, so that's interesting in itself. Oh, it's going to be a good surprise. That's, that's good. I
2: like that. That looks great. So that looks oh, cool. good for you, too. But that, that well, has,
0: nothing, it has nothing to do with my question, by the way, but that's okay. this is an, another opportunity that has just come along. So I was just curious. All uh, right, so think
2: I... about it and, and just give it a couple of weeks to see what it will do. It'll manifest, you know, because it's going to manifest into something once Jupiter goes direct at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. You know, there'll, something will probably show up somewhere in the first week or two of February. I mean, if you don't if you don't make a decision sooner, you'll be able to definitely make some sort of decision by then.
0: That's funny because that's the time frame that this thing is supposedly happened. Hmm.
2: Wow! Astrology yeah, works. <laughs> there you go. Mm. There you go. Yeah.
1: You know,
0: I I would join you as paranormal study group, but it's it's on Wednesdays, right?
2: It is on Wednesdays. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, that would be a problem.
0: That would be a problem. Well, I could always have Ann do the show by yourself. Uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> i know. So, oh, sorry. It, anyways, I know we're about out of time, and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, actually, um, I'd like to go over some of your information uh, for our listeners, which is your website, which is NewHampshireAstrologer.com, dot com, is it?
3: Interesting.
0: And you mm-hmm. also uh, have a paranormal study group uh, every second and fourth? Wednesday. Well, it's, uh,
2: stu- it's an astrology study group, but, yeah, we do we do get some paranormal stuff in there once in a while.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, astrology uh, study group, my, yeah. my thing, at Circles. And you also do readings at Circles. So if you sign up for the Circles newsletter, uh, you can uh, get all that information as well. So, Dorothy, yeah. once again, thank you so much for coming on. You are always... One of my favorite astrologists. Mine too. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you you for
0: having having me, (laughs) again. How the heck did I ever meet you, I'm just curious now that.
2: At Circles of Wisdom, you were doing the live broadcast. Um, I think Stacy was there that one day, just kind of and helped me I dragged you, out. you in from your,
0: by your hair. You, a...
2: you did. I was ready to throw up. I was so nervous because I was not into public talking at that point in time. And look at me now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you started something, Mr. Ron. Wow. <laughs> you started a Gemini finally talking, and I haven't stopped yet. <laughs>
0: And one thing you, people don't know is, is you're also into, uh, I'd say reenacting, because I don't know what else to call yes, it. That's
2: what it is. Yeah, I do, uh, I do uh, Viking reenacting. It's called the Society for Creative Anachronism, if anybody wants to check it out, the SCA. So I do um, a lot of Viking recreation from Icelandic, um, around 1,000 um, time frame. So wow. I do the Icelandic. Yeah, so I've never of heard too. of
1: Viking reenactors. I've heard of Civil War and Revolutionary I War, but
2: know. wow, I know it's great. Right. It's <laughs> wow. well, you know what? The Viking society really admi- You know, they really held women in high esteem. The women right. were ahead of the household. You know, yeah. I mean, most people know the Vikings were out. You know, pillaging and burning, and you know, right. like the the squeaky. That's why right. they were out. The women
0: were home, that's for sure. Yes. Got to get that's away from right. these women. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we far away as we, ways
2: ways we can. <laughs> A lot of history, anyways. I love it. So, and there we are. Ah, uh, thank you for having me. Wow, you're welcome. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. All right. Bye thank now. you,
1: Ron.
0: Yeah. Bye.
1: Bye. <laughs> bye, Dorothy.
0: Oh, well, that was cool. So I heard the bell, which means the uh, pizza's here. It so we've got to wrap up the show. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So awesome. uh, I, do, I do want to mention a couple of things. Once again, I got a, the paranormal. My paranormal study group, third uh, Tuesday this month, Maureen would be will be my special guest. We'll also do our regular experiments in astral viewing and and uh, psychometry and so forth. And uh, at the end of the month, that's another one of my paranormal CSI classes at Northern Essex Community College. I believe there are still openings available. If you contact the college, I'll go to our website, which is inegosproject.com. The letter "n," the letter "e," ghostproject.com. Uh You can uh, get sign up through there. I think uh, that's how it works. And also in April, I will be doing uh, the Hooten Mansion Legend Trip with Jeff Belanger and. Um, Josh Mantello and Landrew Lake and Tim Weisberg and Matt Menoins will be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the week after that, I will be in Worcester Paranormal for pause, and uh, I'll be doing a little speak there to raise money for uh, the animal shelter there. So All right. So lots of stuff coming up. Spur Quest is the first week of October. October 19th is spectral evidence, and there's tons of stuff. So Jeez, you got anyway. your whole
1: year planned out already
0: there you go oh, wow, it's, it's really crazy so <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anything coming up with you anything new and exciting before
1: well, we well my husband's birthday Saturday is going to be 50 years old woohoo uh, God bless him yep just a youngin
3: just a youngin mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but nope, no, so... not so much coming up with me I'm just going to be boring <laughs> <laughs> going to be in your shadow it's okay now,
3: who
0: knows you may even do a, uh, another uh, cemetery tripping for us one of these days for the I show I hope so, so there you go so anyways it's time to wrap it up we want to thank everybody for tuning in uh, and uh, you all have a great night and uh, have a happy new year and good night and God bless
1: good night everybody thanks for listening
0: from ghoulies to ghosties long legged beasties
3: and things that go bump in the night deliver us Good Lord.